0: Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate inspire empower and educate people on these interesting topics my background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology after completing both my ba in psychology and my mba in healthcare administration my passion for mental health only continued to grow as a result of this i launched master your mental to bring more awareness tips and conversations to the table about these topics You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now, let's get into the episode, guys. Hey, guys. So first and foremost, I'm going to let you know that this episode is going to be very different from the other episodes and what you are typically getting from me because this one You are just going to get me all to yourself. I do not have a guest for you this week because I decided to record this episode for you guys to talk all things related to my book that is out now. And yes, it's really wild to even say that into this microphone right now that I actually wrote a book I'm a published author, and for those of you guys that do not know, the title of the book is Crooked Illness, Lessons from Inside and Outside Hospital Walls, and the point of this episode today is for me to tell you guys all of the things that you can expect from reading this book and the messages that you can take away. And also why I decided to publish this and why there was a major part of me that did not want to write this story. And this has been a story that has been years and years in the making. And I, I did it and I did it for you guys. And I did it for anyone out there who has ever struggled in any capacity whatsoever with their mental health, whether that be having a diagnosis, not having a diagnosis, having dealt with depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, or bipolar disorder like myself. So that is why I decided to write this, is to use my story and to show all parts of my story. And I was very afraid of that, very nervous about doing this because for the longest time, I have struggled myself with the stigma related to the things I experienced with my mental health. I had a huge stigma that I tied around my experiences, and I told myself that I would never speak about them. I wouldn't talk about it. And here I am, you know, having this podcast, Master Your Mental, where I feature all kinds of incredible and eye opening conversations about mental health and mindset. And it took me Years, you guys to finally be in a position to where I can share what I'm sharing now and to be able to be on this microphone and speak about my story. And that's something that all of us have. We all have a story inside of us about something in our lives that has impacted us in a major way, whether that be in a good way, in a bad way that has you know, kept us down or feeling small, feeling low, feeling down, overwhelmed, stressed out, and all of these negative emotions and feelings, but has also been a story that can be used to propel us forward. And we can take those experiences and pull lessons from them that can help us in the future. And that is really what this story is all about, is me sharing with you guys the highs, the lows, everything in between the past 10 years of my life. And that's really what the story is about. So in this book, Crooked Illness, I'm going to be getting into all the details about the struggles that I faced myself with bipolar disorder. And most importantly of all, I'm sharing with you guys the two perspectives that I talked about really, really, really early on in this podcast, if you're an OG listener, then you remember when this podcast was actually called Crooked Illness. And the reason it was called that is because I got the inspiration from the title of my book, which I didn't finish at the time and now is out and is finished. But the reason I called my book Crooked Illness is because for the longest time, I could not see the ways in which I was being crooked to my own self and to others in the world around me because of not having an awareness of what I was going through, dealing with, struggling with, because I spent so much time trying to run away and escape the reality of things that I I did not feel comfortable speaking about or facing or sharing with anyone because I talk about this in the book. I do have a trigger warning in the front cover. I do talk about sexual assault in this book and suicide as well, which are two things that I have experienced within my story and I share that in the book. But I do put that on there to let people know that that is going to be Um, spoken about and from my own, my own perspective, my own story, my own experiences. And the reason that I share all of this stuff related to the things that I've gone through is to show everybody the steps that I took and the, the changes that I made in my life to come out of that dark hole mentality that I spent a very long time living inside of. And, you know, the story of course starts, you know, from 15 years old, all the way up until 25 years old. And, you know, even present day, I I talk about as well, but you know, a lot of the things that I speak about in this book, I have chapters. So I have 10 chapters in the book. I talk about, you know, the time when I was misdiagnosed with depression and my hospitalization. And, you know, from my point of view, what it was like getting the diagnosis of bipolar one and just having that, you know, experience in being bipolar. I share about that. I talk about stigma stories that I experienced myself and that I ended up creating because I was so worried and concerned with what people would think about me if they knew this story that I was experiencing. I thought that people would You know, not would judge me and, you know, not want to be around me or not want to be my friend or not want to have really anything to do with me because I was hospitalized because I struggled so much with my mental health. And I just had this stigma that I didn't think anyone would want anything to do with me. So I hid and I avoided speaking about these experiences. And I actually made it worse because I, ended up neglecting my mental health. I and I would do that by, of course, trying to escape from things, by, you know, just taking my mind off things and really surrounding myself with people and inside environments that were really harmful to me and not helpful to me at all. But I lost sight and really did not value myself um, in that time of my life when I was struggling so much with my mental health, I did not value myself. And I speak about that in the book and how I was able to turn that around and take those situations and take those, you know, painful experiences and memories and all those things and start to make changes. And I highlight those changes. And I wanted to do that to show people reading this book, that it is possible to have gone from you know, struggling so much with your mental health, being a patient in a psychiatric hospital, like I was at 19 years old, and then 23, actually graduating college and going back and working at the exact same facility where I was a patient at myself. So being on both ends of the spectrum and people say going full circle Um, things like that, but really being able to serve others in the capacity of knowing that they've struggled in similar ways to how I did and being able to help them in some form or way meant so much to me. And I talk all about that in the book. I talk about what it was like to be in the hospital and come home and, you know, get back into readjust to my life and, and then also working in the facility, What that was like as well. Um, I speak all about that and I really share the things that I did in terms of changing what I was doing with my life. So when I say that I decided I reached a point where I said, I could either continue living the way that I'm living and doing the things that I'm doing And why would I do that if I'm so unhappy, if I'm so deeply unhappy? And I know that, but no one else seems to know that. And that was because I didn't want to show that side of myself to people. I didn't want people to, you know, have any concern or any worry or anything like that. So of course, what I did was just continue to pretend and have this facade that everything was good and everything was okay when I was really struggling so much inside with my mental health and being unable to deal with that. And I didn't think I ever could. And, you know, telling myself that and having this negative self-talk and I talk about how I was able to defeat those patterns. And a lot of the things that have been extremely helpful to me, you know, not just in And with all of this together, you know, with going to therapy, you know, going to therapy and taking medication and staying consistent with that and, you know, treating my body with kindness was the hugest thing. Instead of speaking about the way that I couldn't stand myself or hated myself and the things that I would say to myself, I highlight, I show you guys this in the book. I have um, italicized. Um, sentences in the book that are actually the way that I used to speak to myself. So you guys get a clear image of what that looks like. I really want to take you on that journey to show you this is what it was like for me. And this is the evolution of going from this painful struggle to coming out of it, to really being able to use my story and help people and show them that just because you are, you struggle with this or you're dealing with this, you're going through this doesn't mean that you need to remain there for the rest of your life. And it might feel like that. And it really, it really will for sometime in a while. Um, but that's the thing that I wanted to, to teach people is how to get out of that. And, you know, what I did was, you know, changing a lot of the stuff that I would do with my time and the environments that I would be around. You know, I talk about this in the book of, you know, things that I would use as an escape, like, tr- like using sex as an escape. And I talk about that and I get, I get real and I hold, I don't hold anything back in the story, you guys. And the reason I say that, and the reason I do that is because I felt if I didn't, if I held certain things back and I was like, oh, I, w- I don't want to talk about this or include this because it's not, you know, really important. I wanted to show you, you know, a lot of the things that I experienced, went through and dealt with on a daily basis and how damaging that was to myself, to my life and to those around me who really cared for me. And how did I come out of that? What did I have to do? And, you know, I had to start, I had to learn to love myself. I had to learn to be kind to myself. I had to learn to treat myself with compassion instead of constantly having this whirlwind of negative thoughts going in and out and just cycling on repeat. And how did I end up coming out of that place? And a lot of that is through cultivating relationships With people. And actually, the biggest one is telling my story. And I talk about that in the book of launching this podcast and the ways in which this podcast has really completely helped me in ways that I could never even list out for you guys because it's just been such a transformation and being able to do that. And that's really what I talk about in the book. There's those three main things that I highlight. So, Number one is how to shatter the stigma once and for all. Number two is how to conquer the obstacles that kept me stuck for years. And number three is how to craft the life that I've always only ever dreamed of living. And doing that was a lot of that in that journey was, you know, continuing to be consistent with caring for myself and, you know, treating myself with kindness and changing the things that I was eating, you know, eating healthier, of course, you know, like the typical things you might think about, right? Like moving your body, exercising, getting outside, journaling, getting into meditation, and really starting to appreciate the things that I have in my life that are in front of me you know, these people, these relationships, opportunities, experiences that I've had and focusing on that and how that has changed my perspective from not even being able to sit down and take a piece of paper and pen out and write three things I'm grateful for to being able now to flood an entire page on a daily basis of things that I'm grateful for and experiences that have made my life worth living and have taken me from a place of feeling like I'm never going to do anything of value for myself or anyone and constantly pulling my own self down, being my biggest bully and my biggest enemy or whatever you want to call it, where you would just constantly, you know, attack yourself with these thoughts and, you know, how to rewire that by pouring into yourself. And I talk about, you know, all the help, things that have helped me in terms of just getting out of my comfort zone, getting out of my comfort zone and launching this podcast and putting myself out into situations where I can meet new people and, and cultivate relationships and do things that light me up instead of things that continue to hurt me. And, you know, for one of those things that was, that was hurting me was, you know, of course, you know, going out all the time and just trying to distract myself and just, you know, going out and let's go to the club and let's get drunk and blackout. And that's for me, that was a lot of the way that I would live my life at the time. And, you know, being younger and, you know, I talk about this too, and working, working two jobs and being in college and just not valuing the life that I have, the fact that I'm here and I'm breathing and I can walk and I can see and I can breathe and I can create and I can give to people. And I didn't see the value in that because I was so blinded by the struggles that I was really keeping myself in for a long time. And I wasn't aware of that because I spent so much time trying to shift blame to others or to different situations and you know to say, well, I'm I am this way or the reason, you know, why I get, you know, so upset or hurt by things or have, you know, these experiences where I am really emotional is that's just how I am. And I would use that as almost like a an excuse for why I was staying stuck because I didn't think I could make it out of that. And when I finally decided to, to sit there and do something different, do something different with my life and with my time and with my energy, things started to shift and it wasn't an automatic thing. It wasn't like, you know, I went from just struggling and, you know, the next day I woke up and I took out a journal and started doing gratitude and doing a meditation and boom, you know, I'm great. I'm happy. I'm loving life. Everything's great because no, I, I still to this day have moments where I'm, I'm just like everybody else, you know, not waking up so fired up and excited, having moments where you catch yourself feeling sadness and that's normal and that's what i talk about in the book too is normalizing these feelings and these emotions and you know expressing that to other people and you know feeling like if you're going to feel judged because of that or if you're going to share this with someone and you get nervous it's it's normal too to feel nervous about sharing something that has impacted you or your life in some way and that's what I never gave myself. I never gave myself that gift of just being here and feeling these things that have affected me and impacted me. I was constantly just trying to go, go, go. You know, it, these things didn't happen. It didn't really affect me. And I would just kind of try to just keep pushing and that's very damaging. And it was for me to live that way and to do things that way because you never give yourself permission to come out on the other side because you tell yourself that there is no other side to come out to. You you say, and what I said is this is my life. This is the way it is. You know, Things have happened to me that have been dramatic and I can't speak about them and I don't know how to talk about them. I don't know what the point is in talking about it And I would just let those thoughts and those experiences really eat away at me. And I lost sight of what is important about being here. And that, for me, is using my story and my experiences to help others and to help others move along this path in life and take those ugly moments, those painful moments, and and not let them devour you like I did for a a while and just continue going about my life. And that's really what I wanted to also talk about too, in this episode with you guys is this story is something that has really shaped me into the person that I am and going through these experiences and having these, you know, two perspectives, right. Of you know, being a patient in a psychiatric hospital and just struggling so much with my mental health and just feeling so down, lost, confused, hopeless, and just bringing no value to myself, to others or to the world around me. And when you continue to live inside of that, and that's your reality, it's very damaging. And it was very damaging for me, but I, on the other side, when you come out of that and you start to say, you know, you start to work on yourself and you start to pour into yourself and you start to tell yourself what you love about you and the characteristics that you have that you really admire in yourself and you start to build yourself up and then build others up as well with you and spread love to people and compliment people and try your best just to make it, make make the experience a good one. And that's what I started doing. And it took me years. You know, it wasn't just like, I started this and I was like, man, like I'm so confident now. Like I can tell this story and share this. No, it took me, it took me years of consistency in that and remaining consistency and continuing to show up and do the work and love myself and honor myself and respect myself. And then teach other people how to do that as well. And, you know, how to make these improvements and going from a really low place to a really beautiful place. And another thing that I talk about a lot in the book as well is this connection between mindset and mental health. And the reason I do that is because something that I've realized, and this is something that I, I never was taught you know when i was at my lowest point you know when i was very struggling so much and feeling so sick mentally with what i was letting eat away at me i never was i never was really taught or told that i could work on my mind that i could change my mind i always thought that you know you you just go to your appointments you see your doctor you do your blood work, you keep taking your medication and then that's all you can do. You do those things and maybe one day it will click for you and you'll feel better. But that, that wasn't it because for me, what I realized is when you work on your mindset and the influence working on your mindset has on your mental health and then and then it working to improve your mental health has on your mindset there's such a strong relationship there. And that's really what I wanted to focus on as well. When, you know, you start surrounding yourself with things that have hope and joy and love, you know, like different podcasts you can listen to like this one or other awesome ones out there and just different content that you can consume that is inspiring or is positive instead of constantly doing what I was doing, which was, you know, really neglecting myself and not giving myself the opportunity to even do that. And when I started to do that and work on my mindset and start to give myself a chance, that's when I started to notice so many changes. And I started to, to really know that you can make it out of these struggles that you're facing and you can make it out and you can show other people how how to do that as well and be that person to be there for them and that's really what you know another big message in this book is you know having gone through these things and you know spent spending so much time caught up in this struggle of should i share this and You know, almost letting that stigma stop me, you know, almost letting that not have me share this with you guys, because I was worried of what would happen. And the reality of the situation is sharing my story and writing this book has been the biggest blessing. And now I can honestly say, which it does kind of sound a little weird to sit here and say, you know, having this diagnosis, um, when I was 19, when I was hospitalized of bipolar disorder, I do see it as a blessing because without that, there would be no story. There would be no book. There would be no podcast there you guys wouldn't be connected to me at all because I wouldn't have had these experiences. I wouldn't have gone through this pain, this struggle, this hurt, all of these intense feelings and emotions to be here today to tell you how to make it out on the other side of that, because I wouldn't know. And I probably wouldn't care because I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to even begin a conversation about that. I wouldn't even know how to get into a conversation about mental health because I probably would feel very uncomfortable still if I hadn't gotten to this point where I could share this and speak openly about this with everybody and do that to hopefully just touch one person's life. And that's what means so much to me is getting the feedback from you guys, getting these messages that, you know, you enjoy the podcast. You are excited about the book, you know, people who've gotten the book and shared me share with me the pictures of it. And them opening it. It just means so much to know that this story is, is out there and it's, it's impacting people positively because that's all I wanted was to take something that was so dark and really turn that mess into an inspiring message to leave with people. And because all you guys know, you know, unless you're new here, you know, how much mental health means to me and, you know, holding that, in the highest regard and really prioritizing that and making sure that you're able to care for yourself and treat yourself with love and kindness in all the times that you're living you know not just when you're happy or when you're doing great or when you're excited but also when you're when you're not feeling your best when you're having an off day when you're sad when you're struggling when you're overwhelmed when you feel these waves of depression coming towards you? How do you handle that? How do you deal with that? How do you, how do you make it out of these situations? And that's what I share in this story. And I also talk about conquering those obstacles too, of negative self-talk and constantly for me, putting myself down and, you know, pouring more into myself and Looking at the things and the experiences that I've had in my life, and we all have them. You guys, we all have these moments and these experiences that we can look at, and we can say, I'm so happy that I had this. I'm so grateful for this person. I'm so happy for this experience that I had, or this thing that I did, or this thing that I created. We all have that. And if we can look more to those things and start to slowly fill, ourselves up with that day by day, the effect is visible and it was, and it was, and it still is for me because I do this every day, you know, writing out things that I'm grateful for and things like that, because, you know, it, it's, I feel like it's easier sometimes when you are struggling with something to get so caught up in that and to let it consume you and to almost go into this tornado kind of effect where, you know, everything sucks and life is so shitty and no one cares and no one likes me. And, you know, just to keep like, to they have these dots coming and coming and just circling around you. It's hard. It sucks. It's not fun. And that's what it is, is when you can start to pour into yourself, even just a little bit and have people around you who see the value in you and you guys know that I see the value and I always have even before this podcast I see the value in every single one of you who always tunes in and gives me so much love and support for doing this because that means more to me than I can ever express ever express so i mean yeah i mean this is why i wrote this story is to share this time in my life of going from struggling so much with my mental health, with bipolar disorder, and really writing this to, you know, for anyone who's ever struggled with their mental health or for anyone who knows someone in their life who is struggling or has struggled with bipolar disorder, anything related to mental health in any capacity and knowing how to make it out of that. And that's why I really wanted to outline those steps for you guys and to go into detail on that because it's, completely transformed my life and being able to go from that place of not even wanting to be here and not even seeing the point in mostly anything anymore to being so full of love and knowing that our stories are so powerful and especially our stories of struggle and loss and pain, and how valuable that can be for someone else. And to not even know the impact that that has on somebody, because I can tell you guys when I hear people share stories like this, like mine of having struggled with something or, you know, having gone through a really traumatic experience and making it out of that and, and taking away lessons from these things and using that to speak to others that's what I love and that's what I live for to see that. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope that you took some messages away from the things that I shared within my own story and my own experiences and all that kind of stuff. And if you guys wanna show me some more love and some more support, you can go grab a copy of the book. It is on Amazon. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes for you guys. You can click it. You can get a Kindle version or have paperback as well and of course i'm having my book launch party next month in exactly a month and one day november 13th and i'm very excited about that because i'm excited to celebrate this and celebrate this story and sharing this with people and sharing this with others and using it as something that can help others move forward so thanks again for listening and always show me love and support and all things that you guys do. So yeah, if you want to grab a copy of the book, Crooked Illness Lessons from Inside and Outside Hospital Walls, you can click the link in the show notes here and grab your copy and hope you guys enjoyed this message and the stories that I always share with you with my incredible guests. So all right, guys, have a good one. Love you. Bye. All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com Or you can DM me on Instagram at Master Your Mental, where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.